Welcome to another episode of Idiot Sticks, the podcast, the podcast. I'm Brendan. I am Brad. And we are podcasting this evening for you guys. Yep. Hopefully you guys like it. I'm going to see if I can't get a buddy of mine on the line here. You got a buddy? Hang on just a second. I do. Hey, buddy. Let's see what we got here. Let's see if we can't get it. <clears throat> going on man david you were live on the podcast how are you buddy that's about time i'm doing well how are y'all fantastic Good. last time we saw you a little bit tardy on getting it recorded but we figured if you got a little bit of time we can cover a few things well, we we can welcome to idiot six dave hey, i've known i've known you when did we go to the y together four or five years old man yeah so i moved down four or five years ago five years old so uh that, that would be about it for 1985. 1985. And you're from deeper in Alabama because your accent is, down, something. is down home. <laughs> huh. How about that? Well, I don't know if I knew that. Where, where, are you where from? were you born? I was born in Santa Fe, New Mexico. No, you weren't. You're a Mexican? I, I'm a new Mexican. <laughs> well, that's, I guess, all right. That's well, unbelievable. Brad never knew that. I did not know that. I would have said you were from uh, middle Alabama where nobody knows where anybody's from. No, I'm from down uh, near the border. Wow. Well, your skin tone don't show it. No. I, no, I can tell all. you that. But so we've, no. we've met, I guess, at the Y. Miss Y'all were Estes. counselors together? We, we did do that. So as we kind of grew up... Um, I don't know. I mean, we were at the at the Dave, y were you there summer. when Brad almost drowned? Well, we'll get there. <laughs> Let's start there then. So I, we were we met, like I said, then and then we, every year day camp and all that. We talked about that, and then I guess both of us got jobs there together as junior counselors, right? Yeah, yeah, that was probably my first job. I had to get a worker's permit to even get relief from high school, probably around uh, 95 or so. Uh, uh, that's how it started. That, that's about, and we were making roughly what, four fifteen, three thirty five an hour? Man, I think that it was, yeah, four fifteen. because I remember when minimum wage went up to four twenty five a few mm-hmm. years later. Right, that was our first rich. raise. We thought we were doing something then. <laughs> that's right. So we were junior counselors together and then eventually became senior counselors. Oh, absolutely. At the YMCA, kind of a... So you're responsible for all the kids <laughs> and all the other counselors. We the were junior responsible. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, Dave, didn't you have the Pathfinders? I believe, man. So it was Scamper Campers, Pathfinders, Scamper Adventures. Campers. So I, I had the middle crew. So yeah, I believe I was the Pathfinders. Who had Scamper Camper? I forgot about that. Now, I think Dan Gillespie had them for one or two years, if you remember him. See, this is why we get. This is why you're on here, Dave, because you know all the facts. <laughs> I, I do remember Dan Gillespie having Scamper Campers, Pathfinders. What was the one above that? I think it was Adventurers. I think you're right. You're exactly right. And if I'm not mistaken, you and I talked about it. There's kids that that we were counselors to there that now are grown and have kids. It's weird. You two, oh, yeah. you two led kids into we did. We adventure. Shaped, shaped and molded minds of young right. scamper campers, after, pathfinders. After school. You got to think, the oldest kids in that group were probably only one or two years younger than us, and we're working there. <laughs> Do you? Oh, God almighty. Getting paid? Yes. So we were 15, and I think the oldest you could be was 13. Yeah. 
if if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I remember the best thing about when I whenever I would come out to be at my dad's house, or whatever, and take Brad to camp was Hardy's was right there by the Y. Hardy's was. Right I get me a ham biscuit right there in the morning. You remember that? Nobody cares. Do you remember no. we we had <laughs> that, uh, no, that, that was when you and I went to the Y? It was a <laughs> it was a FEMA trailer. You remember that? Yes, it was. Yeah, out by the I old remember track. that the the FEMA trailer, and then we got to swim and all that. And I think I told the story. I I drowned and or almost drowned at the pool, and then you and I almost drowned later. But so we did that. Hung out a little bit in high school. You played tennis. I played baseball, and then. When we got to college, that's we really started hanging out then. So y'all both went to yeah. Prattville? Yes. He was uh, graduated together. So I started school early. So we should have been in the same grade, but I started school early for I don't know how, for whatever reason. <laughs> I was um, about to ask what yeah, I don't the my cutoff date should have been before that. But anyway, so I graduated ninety eight, Dave graduated ninety nine, and then went off to college. You went to AUM for a little bit, right? I did. So I started at uh, Auburn, did that for a year, quickly realized it wasn't for me, went to AUM before I dropped out of uh, that school as well and joined the Air Force. But yeah, I started in Auburn, yeah. ended up in AUM for a bit. So when we were at AUM, we hung out quite a bit, had some good times, went to, uh, did you ever go to the barn with us? I don't And Hall, Paul, you remember that? We used to, I know we went to Troy several times, see Wayne Mills play. Yep, I do remember going to Troy. <laughs> uh, Brad had the apartment when he was at AUM, mm-hmm. and I think I saw you there once he was or there twice. Because yeah. I used to come quite often, and then once he moved in that trailer, and Brad spent quite a bit of time in the trailer. A few yeah. more times. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely saw you more at the trailer than I did uh, over the apartment. Sure. Do you remember we went to the supper club one night? And I don't know who who was there. I think Adam, Stacy, we met them there, and some other folks. Todd, maybe. But we were we left and we we're getting ready to drive back. And the supper club was what a mile from the interstate. Uh, yeah, not even so. that. Pro- probably not. And then you were driving, and I believe as soon as you got on the entrance ramp, I told you I had to pee. You remember that? Uh, I, I remember every bit of this story. So, so I. I get out. He pulls over. So you're coming from Auburn to Montgomery, leaving the supper club. Probably. And you got to pee. Yes. I mean, we hadn't been gone 90 seconds. Just got on the interstate soon. I got to pee. Soon. I mean, the entrance ramp. Couldn't pee at the supper club. We're at the top of the entrance ramp, not even accelerating. You couldn't pee at the supper club. I may have. We all, my bladder's not. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's a mess. Anyway, I get out and I pee and then. If I remember correctly, you look up and I'm nowhere to be found because I've fallen down the hill. Yeah, I mean, you were just gone. I just assumed you were running home. Off the entrance ramp? Yes. So, you know, there's quite a... Yes. And uh, so, I, I'm standing there peeing and then... You fell? I, I'm gone. You don't remember? Yeah. I lost my shoe. So, I come climb back you up the hill. down the hill? I didn't jump. I fell. <laughs> but then, so, another good one, speaking but, of... Oh, hold on. <laughs> so you can't, you're nowhere to be found. How did they, how did Dave find you? Well, I climbed yeah. back up. Yeah. He eventually just got back up, but he was minus one shoe. The shoe was just down at the bottom. Never still. Found I, I don't yeah. think we mm-hmm. went and got it. No, we didn't go get it. So you're, you're not going to finish the story. I got to know if you found yeah, your shoe. No, I didn't, I didn't get the shoe. Um, and then we were, 
I, we were dating a couple girls and we decided to go to orange beach for, I don't know if it was spring break cause playing baseball. I didn't get a whole lot of spring break, maybe a long weekend, but so we go down there and we're, I guess we're in a hotel or something kind of hanging out. So we, this one you're at AUM. Yes. So we go to the beach and Dave and I decide to go out and get in the water. The girls didn't want to. And we're out there. I don't, was it a red flag? Do you remember? Man, it, I want to say it was probably double red flag, but it, it could have <laughs> been green, but just in my mind, it was definitely, you should not have been swimming. And so we were trying to be cool, impress the chicks. But it was nighttime. So no, I, I don't think it was night. I don't think it's quite, no, it may no. have been by the time we got in. But it was bright. So, two red flags waving we're out as there hard as they can wave. Playing and we had to walk uphill. <laughs> don't come in this water. <laughs> right. We walked uphill to get both ways. <laughs> and so we're out there playing grab butt uh, for no reason whatsoever. As you would with Dave. And we were out there in the water. And then all of a sudden, we get sucked under the water. Same time. Right. And yeah. double red flag. if I remember right, we're kicking one another under the water trying to get out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We were hitting each other. <clears throat> trying to get out. And then I I don't know how long it, it took to get back up to the top of the water. But we're standing there struggling. We look up and we're hundreds of yards away from the beach. Hundreds, it's far. Hundreds of yards. So we're we're trying to get back in. And Dave, how long did it take you're, us to get back in? You're not a mighty swimmer. I, I learned how to swim after I nearly drowned in, yeah, when I was but five. You, you don't care. I'm for not that. a great swimmer. If but you can't touch the bottom, you don't care for it. No. So we talked about on the podcast, I, I wear a life vest in the lake. And this is one of the reasons why. Yeah. Because we I don't, we didn't have a boogie board or anything, right? We're just out there goofing off. No, and yeah, get just us. Sucked out into the gulf. And we look up See? hundreds of yards. Again, you goofing off. So we spend, how long was it, Dave? I mean, I don't recall the time. I know it was long enough to bear the time I was about done with it. I was ready to just drown. I was just tired of even trying. So that I will never forget that. We're out there fighting our way to get back in. And Dave looks at me Dave, and says, I'm done. He literally says, just leave me. He, I'm serious. <laughs> he, he absolutely had it. He said, just leave me. I, I can't do anymore. Just leave me. I said, I'm, I'm not doing that. Brad said, yes. Okay. Good, good call. I, I would guess, not to exaggerate, thirty or forty-five minutes for us to come back in. That's probably accurate. Is that is that pretty close? Yeah, I would say that's. pretty And Dave, accurate. you were the one that gave up. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's I'm surprising. Real no, but <laughs> but Brent's a terrible swimmer. I can stay afloat. Wow, that's a good combination. Right. The two of you out there, easy to give up. I just give up and I can't swim. <laughs> yeah. Well, we and we lost them. <laughs> <laughs> well neither one cared i think and we we joked about it we all think i think we could have been lost out there because when we got back to the beach we were asking the girls hey y'all didn't have any idea we've been gone for an hour no we didn't no. miss you yeah they didn't think anything of mm. it oh y'all nope. y'all been gone and then is this this sitting on my notes dave so didn't you go to bonnaroo with me one time I did. I, I wish I could recall the year, but I, I did go. I, man, I was in the Air Force. It would have been sometime between 2003 and 2007. So uh, it may have been the second time we went. Did Sass go with us? He did. So yep. that was the second year I went. So it's been 2007. And if okay. I'm not mistaken, we stayed in, uh, it was Max's wife at the time, but we stayed a in a, a hotel room. And then, any, anyway, and I don't 
actually remember a whole lot about the weekend. I just remember you going, and didn't we take that big truck I had? We did. Yep. And piled into and snuck a bunch of Jaeger and tag said absolutely two D mud two to mud. No, no, not two to mud. Two D mud. Two D mud. That's right. <laughs> and I think I took it into D mud exactly zero times. <laughs> yeah. To, to be honest with you, and you had to have a ladder to get inside of it. That's right. But so anyway, we. Hanging out in Bonnaroo, Tennessee, Bonnaroo, that, that just kind of came up. There's, I don't think there's any story about it, but we went, there was a bar called Celebrations in Montgomery. Dave, you remember this? I do. And my buddy Watson, who I played junior college ball with, ended up at, at AUM too. Mango. And Mango. We all rode together to Celebrations and Dave and I decided. Just a random night? Yeah. I mean, everybody went on Friday, Saturday, whatever it was. So Dave and I decided we wanted to stay and Watson didn't, he didn't want to stay. Kind of like the Tuscaloosa event that we had. But you rode with him. Correct. Man, I just recall, and maybe y'all had a conversation. I just know he was gone. I don't think there was ever a conversation. Not that, hey, been. Where y'all staying? There wasn't a, hey, of it, we're staying he here leaving. Gone. It was just, he was he gone. He was gone. So they closed at two o'clock, two or three, whatever it was. We, Dave and I stayed till the... Full regalia. Closing time. And we look up, Watson's nowhere to be found. And I think I looked it up, Dave. It is about four to four and a half miles back to my apartment from That's celebrations. Far. That's if you go straight. Right. As the bird flies. So <laughs> Dave and I, as the airplane flies, we walked back at two in the morning mm. from celebrations. So that's you, on Windmere Boulevard? It's extreme. No, it was uh, Taylor Road. It's extremely local, but you had to go down the Eastern Boulevard, cross the interstate, and then get... Yep. Celebrations on Taylor Road? Yes. I thought it was on Windmere Boulevard. Woodmere. No, that was uh, Woodmere. Woodmere Tavern. But yep. so you had to go up Eastern Boulevard, which is a pretty... All the way down the Atlanta All Highway. the way to the Atlanta Highway, yes. take a right back to the apartment. Oh, yeah. We walked the entire way until we got to where... The car dealerships are kind of where right past the interstate yeah. boulevard and all that. Oh, sure. We got super tired. So we started to run super tired. Right. I don't know. It had yeah. to be three thirty in the morning. You got tired. So you started to run we, to get, get back quicker. We were, and it was kind of like the <laughs> drowning thing. Hey, I give up. I so don't y'all, do are, y'all are basically at the Eastern bypass and the Atlanta highway. And you're just like, Getting we're now we're going to run right where the car dealerships are. It's yes. about half a mile before you get to the highway. So we start to jog. Fraser Church. Run, runs a strong word. We start to jog. And apparently Dave leaps oh, a chain. I remember this. That separates the dealerships. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I failed to, mm-hmm. to see said leap. <laughs> and I hit that chain at full speed, buddy. I Dave, mean, you Dave just, got over it? Well, yeah, so I, I didn't see him clear it. But he I did. I remember looking back at Brad, and he's just airborne like fist out superman parallel first. to the ground and he asked me how did you not hit this chain and i think my response was i just hit it in stride i, I don't know how you got over it because it to me it felt he like it was about four first. foot high but i think it may have been about six inches off the ground i did i slammed into the ground <laughs> i'm talking about forrest gump uh, hey getting it. let's get there boom tearing it up um Still got a couple scars. Uh, I mean, they faded now through the years on my arm and back because at one point we crawled under a fence. That we did. Um, we did to get 
to get back home. I'm not sure which part of that journey had the fence, but I got a couple cuts on it from trying to, to get under that. I remember Not our that. smartest decision. And then uh, a recent episode, we talked about Sam and I driving back from um, going down to your place. We, we already covered yep. that. And then there was a there was a time you lived in Prattville, and I can't remember if you and Chris were married yet or not, but y'all had a pool. Oh, yep. Brad had a toe. Do you remember... I guess you had some buddies over. I can't remember if it was the the folks from the bachelor party or what, but something happened and I got thrown into the pool on the shallow end and I landed right on top of my big toe. So I had forgotten about it. Isn't there I a picture of that somewhere? There, there's got to be. That's, um, a, that's a picture I have on my phone. Or I used to have on my phone. Uh, when Brad would call me, it would just be his big toe swollen <laughs> as I mean, could be. It was... Jet black. I, there, I mean, it was black as asphalt. Fortunately, he's had many other incidents since then, so sure. I have a different picture now. But it right. used to just be a big picture of his toe when he called me. Mm. Yep. No. No doubt. I'm trying to see what else did we run into, Dave? We Dave. Went, remember all the times we remember Brad had that house in Prattville. Oh, and we just. <laughs> the trash cans down the steps. The, oh, oh, the trailer. Are we going to get you in trouble You're talking about trailer? this, Dave? No. Hey, you can say Oompa Loompa if we're going to say anything that will get you in uh, trouble. Got it. Do All you right. remember being at the trailer and putting ourselves in a trash can and going down the stairs? I I didn't until you just mentioned it. <laughs> now I do. Bringing back memories. Dave, did you happen to go with us New Year's Eve to the uh, – what was that bar called? The Dirty Dogs or Salty Dogs? No. That bar in next Bravo? to uh, Bama Lanes. That's no, where that John was... Monfi had his bachelor party. You remember no. that? The, the Blue? Uh, the Blue no. Iguana was a bar, but it was a, it was a bar right next to it. I, it's a clean-in place now, like a dry clean place. I think it was called the Salty Dogs. We used to go and drink for free all the time. You but didn't go with I mean, us? We, and then we talked about going to Dave's bachelor party. Is that something we can discuss or Oompa Loompa? No, we'll talk about it whenever y'all want to. So we did talk about that with the ping pong table and yep. trash ball and, and all that. I don't think there's anything super weird that happened. No. At the bachelor party, we did Floribama and did did all that stuff. Oh, by the way, I sent Dave a text. I was in Orange Beach last weekend. I came from Andalusia and went through Pensacola, so I was on the Florida side going over. But yep. I passed by the house we stayed in. The it's house, still there. Right it's a, on the, the, right on the, the yellow one. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly the same. I've looked it up. I found the address, but uh, I, I can't find anywhere where you can rent it. And I don't know if it's got private owners or it's listed on a couple sites, but every date I put in it just says this property is not currently available for rent. That's that is awesome. What what else happened? I got a bunch of notes. Look, I, I've covered what, most of it. Like that and now that we talk about all this stuff, Dave, what do you do? Is it what's your career? Yeah, there you go. What do I do as in work? Yes. So air traffic control uh, by trade, I guess. I've been doing that since 2003. You started that in the military, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. I started that in the military down in Panama City, carried it on into uh, Greenville, Mississippi, New Orleans, Montgomery. I forgot been about Greenville. Montgomery. I forgot about Yep. I knew my guy. I forgot <laughs> about Greenville. Danley Field. We've talked yeah. about Danley Field Man, quite Greenville, a few Mississippi times. was Greenville, Mississippi was a cool spot because they've got some uh, some casino boats. I mean, real small town. Yeah. they got some casino boats, have a good time out there. But um, no, that was a that was a great job. So, so then we talk about 
when I think about Dave, I'm like, on, I do got a question about air traffic control. Well, I think we talked about this. It's got nothing to do with being funny or idiot sticks, but you told me something last time we talked and you came, I, I don't know, six months ago and I hadn't seen you in 10 years or so. It's a but long time. You said that air traffic control is not how we think of it. Right. So there, there's people say, you say you work in Atlanta, right. But you don't work necessarily right. at the airport. You have like an airspace. So how, yeah, do, so how does that work? Just, there's I mean, really people may a, not care, but I, I, I'm interested to know. No, so there's really three different types of air traffic control. There's the tower that's pretty much almost every airport has a tower. That's what people think about when they think air traffic control. There's a radar room, and then there's a big en route center. So your flight's going to start out. You're talking to the tower. So if you're departing Montgomery, you're talking to the guy at Montgomery Tower. You get cleared for takeoff. You get in the air. Yep. He's going to switch you to the radar guy, which is also still at Montgomery. You're going to talk to that guy until you get about 6,000, 7,000 feet in the air. Then they're going to switch you over to Atlanta Center. So you'll still be in the vicinity of Montgomery Airport, but talking to a guy in Hampton, Georgia. So that's you, you'll right? Talk to, that's where you're yeah, at. That, yeah. That's where I was at. I'm not currently there. I'm in Peachtree City now. Gotcha. Um, so you'll talk to that guy in Hampton, Georgia, just depending on how far, let's just say you're going into Atlanta. You'll talk to them until probably you get a little bit inside Auburn. And then the Hampton guy is going to switch you to the Peachtree city guy. The Peachtree city guy is going to talk to you until you get maybe seven miles from Hartsfield. And then you'll be talking to that tower over there. So kind of, you step down or step All right, Dave, Dave, I got, I got questions now. So have you seen, uh, MH370? I have not. The documentary. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, that that's the plane that, like, disappeared in the ocean. Just Malaysian, disappeared. Yeah. Malaysian plane that's, that's disappeared. That's why I was asking. I just saw that the other day, but so, that's, that's weird. You, like, you listen to this and, like, okay, this plane went, it was going from this place to this place. And once it gets to this airspace, they're supposed to switch over to another air, air traffic Vietnam control. Airspace, yeah. Whatever. And then all of a sudden, plane's gone. Yeah. So... I was just curious if you knew anything about it or if you had any. any... I, I don't really. I, and I, I don't know much about that flight or where it went down. I mean, so pretty much anywhere over land, man, you're going to be talking to a guy. You're going to be on somebody's screen the entire time you're airborne. When you start getting into cross country flights and going over the ocean, you yeah. get to the oceanic airspace. Yep. There's not really good radar coverage there. It's just based on, like, you'll eventually, let's say you're Who's talking closest? to some guy in, in Washington, yeah. and eventually you'll get to a point where he can't see you, and then it's just based on time on when the guy over in Germany or England is expected to yeah. get you. But there, there, there's, It's very easy for the planes to just disappear over in the oceanic airspace. That's we don't crazy. have really good radar over That's, there. But. Wait, it's very easy for planes. That's, that's, anyway. I don't know. He won't know. It. But so I do want to. I got a uh, service. I mean, a PSA, if you will. So your daughter was involved in an incident at a gas station, right, or at a rest stop, yeah. or something. Yep. And she lucky to be with us. What? Yeah. So man, it was just a. Uh, so it was. We were at a gas station putting air in the tires, and there's just some green space between this gas station and this old abandoned restaurant, just a grassy yep. little area. Yep. And so my daughter's probably nine months. I mean, she's not even a year yet. Crawling are, in the grass, yeah, easing around. Uh, they're about to tell you know what? Maybe she was a year. She was walking a good bit. My yeah. boys were about to turn. Oh, no. So, God, nine months. She was probably two because my boys just turned five and there's a three year age difference. Yeah. So, we went from nine months to two years old. So, she's yeah. definitely a toddler. 
So they're out walking around. And I just hear my wife yell and I turn around to look and all I see is my wife's leg sticking straight up in the air. She's just dove in some hole in the ground. I, I don't even know how she found it. You yeah. just put, so you're, putting air, you're putting air in your tires and you turn around and see this? Yeah. Yeah. I just hear my wife scream. I look back and her feet are just sticking straight up in the air and I only see one of my kids. So I run over and now she gets Jackson and throws him out of this hole. So this hole looked like a green septic tank cover. I'll send you the video. I got a video of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yes. Uh, well, I don't have a video of the incident. Just the I'll take pictures. I mean, that's, that's a cover. PSA. Yeah. But, um, so apparently this this top wasn't secured, and as my kids were walking, they slipped in. So my son kind of caught himself, and she threw him out. But like a sewage so top, I, I it, like it looked like tank. a septic tank. So I looked down there. She's screaming, "I can't find Madison." She's got her face buried in what we assume is people's fecal matter sure. and pee. Yep. And she just reaches in and pulls up my poop covered daughter by her arm. Unbelievable. Just, I mean. The smell. Are you was, serious? No, yeah, no. The, it was just awful. We go in the gas station trying. What gas station is this? Uh, well, so the gas station. This was part of the restaurant property, from what we believe. It's just I don't even know the name of the gas station. It's like an old. This rundown closed, the restaurant was closed down, right? So just a, oh yeah, they, just an abandoned septic system. So y'all had just stopped to get gas or get well, we were air just in the tanks. Just putting air in the tire. So uh, we go inside the gas station clean them up kind of tell them about what happened they're like well that's not our property we debate hey tough you know, crap calling, is basically we, we debate calling nine one one, but she seems to be okay so we just drive we don't live far we're two minutes down the road so i we definitely get home. would have called yeah so we, we called them when we got home they sent an ambulance out to look her over the you know, ambulance said she looks fine to us you know follow up with her pediatrician if you want us to take her to children's we can but her vitals are good no, no issues at all. We're like, okay, you know, don't think anything other than she just smells awful. So then sure. we start to go to the city to figure out, and we're not trying to like sue anybody. We just want this fixed. I think like, I would have. It needs to be taken care of. So we, right. we go to the city and talk to them about it, and they kind of blow us off. And finally, we get somebody in code enforcement. So he his fix is he just puts an old pallet on top of it. There you go. Let's get a call. Uh, until they Georgia. can bring it up to code. Yeah. So a, uh, Nobody can move that. To, we talked to a couple lawyers because the news picked up the story and they did a, a report on it. We, we talked to a couple lawyers and they basically told us that because she didn't die, there's nothing that can be done. And right. kids die from this all the time. I mean, we and we only got on the news because when my wife started researching it, kids die from this all the time. These unsecure septic tanks. So now, this is literally you were putting air in your tire. Your kids, yeah. your kids walk off about ten feet and they fall yeah. in this hole. That's correct. And you look over in your wife's knee deep in it, trying to drag her out. And she's just upside down. Yep. Yep. So I'll end the the podcast with with this story. So, oh, sorry, but nothing ever came of it, right? They that was they just put a pallet on top of it, and that was it. No, so they eventually uh, they got it up to what I assume is code. So it ended up not being a septic tank; it was an old grease trap from that now defunct restaurant. Exactly. That's what it sounded like to me at the beginning. Yeah. 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 Um, so now it, it's up to code. There's been a couple restaurants in there since then. But so you know, are, every time y'all are millionaires, we go around, yeah, they're living high it, on the hog. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, not millionaires. You're retired no. and every, your wife's just living, just can't Man, believe it. I don't, I don't know if I could ever retire. So I, I'll finish with this. I remember going when y'all lived in Prattville, 
I came over, I think I'm getting off work and you lived behind Bama lanes. We talked about that. And there was yep. a, there was a gas station that was a mile from your house right there. The kind pace of, car. Yeah, know, real that, close. That's right. So two turns. The pace car. I think I got off late and it was pretty close to y'all moving. So we were trying to hang out and, and do all this kind of stuff. So I go to your place and I think we may have had one drink a piece. Yeah. And then we decided, Hey, let's, let's hang out longer. You know, don't have anything to do tomorrow. Kind of a last minute thing. I was like, well, I need to go get some beer. So I go, I drive to the pace car and as I'm pulling in, I get blue lighted. Absolutely. Yep. Because you're by yourself. Yeah. Because I didn't have, I didn't use my turn signal. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't even late, Dave, what, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Right. Something like that during the week, the middle of the week of all places. So no turn signal. He was like, have you had anything to drink? I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've had one beer. He said, I'll be, I, I hear that all the time. I said, well, I have. Mm-hmm. He said, well, I need you to, to get out. I said, that's fine. Okay. So I get out and they take you. If you've never had a field sobriety test, they put so you I, in between. I do recall this. I do recall this story a little bit differently, but I don't know if it's Oompa Loompa or not. That's not Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Say again? It's not Oompa Loompa. So I, I recall we'd been over there. We, we both go to the pace car. So I'm in the car with you. Oh, were you with me? I was absolutely with you. That that's and, uh, right. That's cause, right. Because I'll know because it's what I still tell the story to this day to people I know because it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. And uh, you had had a few before you got to my house, and then we run out. So, and this is this is my recollection. It could be wrong. So we pull into the pace car, and then the lights look up. I look at you. I was like, "You're not wearing a seatbelt." So that's he got you. you. That's right. You didn't, that's right. You're you didn't right. have a seatbelt on. There you go. But, he comes to the window, and this is the part that I will never forget. And he's like, sir, have you been drinking tonight? And I'm like, yes, sir. How many have you had? About 13. That's I mean, the second time right, I've done that. That's right the, the second time I've done that. That's right. And just says, I'm at least 13. As and honest as can be. Just. You're exactly. Because remember, I did that with Adam Stacy too, when him and, and I pulled over. that's the reason I'm not wearing a seatbelt, officer, because yeah. I don't care. No, you're <laughs> exactly right. We decided to... To keep hanging out, and we needed some more. But no, you're right. You're, you're calling that right. Beverages. Well, because I just couldn't. Because I'm so nervous that, like, if I ever got pulled like, over and had been drinking, Jesus, I would absolutely man. just. Yep. I would absolutely just say one or two. I mean, I would lie no, through my right. teeth. But you Dave, said you're like, no. My dad's always told me, do not lie to the police, and so you were just honest with him. And he did do the field sobriety test, and you nailed it. Pass it with flying but colors. Dave slipped out of the but passenger seat. I, I did. <laughs> I did into his grave. I did tell him. I said, hey, can can you cut the lights off? Because he's yeah. having me look at the cop car. And I'm saying, hey, buddy, can you cut all those That's lights enough. off if I'm trying to do That's all That's enough. So that I'm thank you, Dave. <laughs> if you, you want right. me to pretend to be sober, cut those lights and off. And that, that was the, the second time that happened because <laughs> right. I, I was with Adam one time behind a bank. And him and I went to pee. 12. And he was like, how many of you? I said, I don't know, 12 or so. He's like, really? <laughs> yeah. So I had, to, I had to do the Phil Spritey thing there too. No, you're right. Thank you for clarifying. That's even funnier. <laughs> I don't know. 12, 15. Who because knows? our I mean, dad said, be honest with him. Because he, he always told us, he, he let people go all the time if they were honest. And Dave, and, then the cops are like, what are you doing at this service station? I'm buying more beer. Yeah. What do you think I'm doing? Uh, Dave, you had to drive back home, right? 
I did. So he looked yeah. at me and I told him I'd only had one, which is a, a small, I hadn't sure, had quite 12. You'd, only, you'd, you'd the, had the one in the last mentality. 30 minutes, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they, they had me slide over to the driver's seat. I mean, one of you's got to get home. That's funny. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Buddy, this is a long time overdue, man. Man, oh, it good definitely is. from you, Dave. I'd love to do it again. We got a ton of stories to go through and catch up on and share with everybody. So I, I do appreciate it. We'll do it, man. Hey, uh, good to hear from you. I love you, buddy. Hey, man, take care. Right, yep, y'all too. See ya. Wow, another great interview. Let's uh, let's do it again, folks. We'll see you next time. <laughs>